Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Linsman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is uh, Bob Fink. Bob is our Director of Facilities here at CCMH. That includes um, the Maintenance Department and Environmental Services. And Bob, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. One of the things uh, that I don't, we don't talk about enough probably are chemicals. Um, and it seems odd that we would bring it up right now. but. Uh, January is kind of one of those months uh, where we think about things that we don't think about all the time. And, and January, actually, the beginning of the year, good time to remind everybody about how important it is to actually handle chemicals um, properly. And we're not going to talk just about any sort of industrial chemicals. Really, by and large, it's the chemicals that we would encounter every day, things that maybe people don't necessarily always think about as chemicals, things like for your lawn or when you're cleaning you know your your uh, toilet or when you're you're putting bleach in the in the washing machine you know all of these things are chemicals whether people like to believe that or not and so I think probably the first thing we want to talk about is why it is important that we have safety first when handling and using chemicals well chemicals are dangerous um, there's one thing we want people to know it's safety first when handling chemicals Accidental, accidental chemical exposure can result in death. So taking necessary safety precautions when handling chemicals is a must. If you work with hazardous chemicals, be sure to follow proper safety measures. It helps reduce the risk of incident, and it's especially true when you're handling lawn chemicals like pesticides and herbicides. And you know, those those are two pretty common things that people do every year. They, they're trying to kill the bugs and they're trying to kill the weeds. But you have to realize that though it's not being done by magic, right? There's a chemical in there that, it's, that, that can do that, and that's what really makes it, really makes it uh, a more dangerous thing than a lot of people actually think it is. But whether you're at home or at work, you know, uh, making certain you have the proper documentation on, on the chemicals you're using is pretty important. It is. You want to be sure to keep up-to-date information on any chemicals you have and are being used in a workplace. It should include the amounts you use and the risks associated with each one. If it is at work, a thorough risk assessment is usually done and produced for each chemical. When it's complete, it's imperative information is shared with all of those that require using it as part of their job when they're handling these chemicals. My guest on the podcast today is Bob Fink. Bob is the Director of Facilities uh, here at CCMH, and that includes maintenance and environmental services. And we're talking about awareness when it comes to using and handling chemicals. And, and interestingly enough, Bob, I, I think that people probably do this, without again, without even thinking about it. But when you're going to use some really... Um, uh, what's the word I want to use? When you're using chemicals that are really produce a, a tremendous reaction, whether that's something for your eyes or, or, or you know, over your mouth because you, you don't want to inhale those fumes, whether you're at work or whether you're at home, personal protective equipment sometimes is a necessity. It is. You should always use the proper PPE, which is personal protective equipment when handling the chemicals. All PPE should be inspected before you use it to make sure that it's not worn out or damaged. It should be replaced immediately if it is. PPE such as rubber gloves can help protect against chemical burns and always ensure the minimal risk of hazards chemicals coming in contact with your skin. Don't eat or drink 
while handling chemicals and always wash your hands after removing gloves and before leaving any controlled areas where you've handled chemicals and avoid touching things such as your phone and doorknobs until you've washed your hands. And I think that's excellent advice. You know, we, we talk about washing our hands a lot to keep ourselves safe from all of the different diseases that are out there, but that makes a tremendous amount of sense to me that we wash our hands after we use chemicals. You know, you'd like to think that goes without saying. Seems like that would just be common sense, but I think that there are times when common sense really isn't all that uh, common. You know, one other thing we have to always pay attention to when we're talking about chemicals is how you store those, uh, whether you're at work or at home, storing your chemicals properly. Yes, storage is important. How you store chemicals and other hazardous materials isn't just a matter of safety. Sometimes it's also a legal requirement. If you hold a certain amount of hazardous chemicals or substances, sometimes you need a compliance certificate to certify that you're keeping them stored correctly and following proper storage protocol. You can use a hazardous substance calculator to work out whether or not you are require this certificate. If you're using chemicals at home, for example, oven and drain cleaners, these are dangerous and can potentially be poisonous if swallowed. The same is true for prescription drugs and items placed in medicine cabinets. Always keep children safe at home by making sure chemicals and medicines are locked away or placed out of reach where kids can get to them. Which I think is a really important consideration. We really should be keeping kids in mind, especially when the you know kids are around, and pets too, because we don't talk too. about pets a lot, but pets too. Pets too. Uh, and those are really important things. Uh, my, my guest on the podcast today is Bob Fink. Bob is the Director of Facilities here at CCMH, that includes our Maintenance and Environmental Services Department, which is better known as housekeeping. And so, Bob, your department uses a lot of chemicals, yes, and do. you know that kind of makes you our local es- uh, local expert on this rule or on this uh, on this particular topic. Uh, what what kind of rules uh, do you have <clears throat> in terms of of uh, storing hazardous chemicals? What kind of rules should people be following uh, in terms of that? Well, the most important one is to make sure everything is labeled properly. The labels tell everything about the chemicals and they need to be labeled so you know what is what and what to do. Ensure storage methods comply with the information provided on the SDS sheets or the safety data sheets for each chemical. Chemicals should never be stored higher than eye level. Incompatible chemicals should never be stored together. Sometimes they can react and that would prevent a chance of unwanted reactions. For example, do not store acids and alkalis together. All liquids should be stored in unbreakable or double-lined containing packages. If this isn't possible, the storage cabinets must have the capacity to hold a liquid. If you would get a break in a container and spill, it would hold it in the, in the container or the cabinet so it doesn't spill out. All storage areas should be checked and cleaned regularly, as well as being equipped with the first aid equipment needed if something bad would happen. And unfortunately it does, but there is something that people can do. I mean, if if you run across or you're aware of somebody that has ingested a chemical either accidentally or on purpose, you know, there's one at least one immediate action you can take. Poison control is always the immediate action to take if anything's ingested. You can get poison control on their website or poisoncontrol.org, sorry or the 1-800-222-1222. Both options are free and there's experts on the line and it's confidential. So that number again for poison control is 1-800-222-1222. 
or you can go to poison.org and see whether or not the uh, the the chemical that was ingested is a potentially poisonous and obviously um, you also have to call 911 I mean we're in a situation these days where uh, you can do both call 911 first and then call the poison control number and make sure that uh, we have uh, emergency personnel on the way to make sure that uh, people are taken care of so really just to summarize today Bob when we're talking about um, safe handling of chemicals and safely storing chemicals what are the best practices that people should use for those whether it's at home or at work well you should always buy the right chemical for the job you're doing you should only buy the amount you need to do the job so you don't have extra staying around to have problems with later read the label carefully and follow the instructions that are on the label closely be aware of what the first aid advice is on the label use only as directed you should handle them carefully always you should always keep them away from children and pets and pets store in the original container and in a secure place dispose of the unwanted chemicals properly and always ask for help if you don't understand the label or have trouble opening or handling the product remember to be mindful keep household chemicals in a secure environment and restrict access by children always keep your chemicals clearly labeled and in the original packaging you know I don't um, I don't know how many people call poison control every year Bob but I know the number is big it's a lot. and I think it's one of the uh, it's one of the numbers that uh, I, th I think it's in the, like in the top three of the of the uh, toll-free numbers that's, that gets called every year because so many people struggle with handling uh, chemicals and storing them properly to keep them away from kids and pets, and pets. because you, because you both you and I both know kids in a heartbeat will do something and you know even if it tastes terrible kids will probably still drink it pets are I think are about the same way so we just want to make sure that everybody is safe again that poison control number is 1-800-222-1222 my guest on the podcast today has been Bob Fink Bob is the director of facilities here at CCMH which includes our maintenance and environmental services department Bob, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for having me, Don. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.